0: Welcome to Vox Vomitus, also known as Word Vomit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Vox Vomitus. I am your host, Jennifer Ann Gordon, the author of the award-winning novel Beautiful, Frightening, and Silent, as well as the Hotel series, and Pretty Ugly. Joining me today is my Vox Vomitus vixen, Allison Martine, author of The Bourbon books, which includes the award-winning Novel Dibs, sit September, and Move On, Melinda. With us today is the one and only CJ Cook, the author of The Lighthouse Witches. Welcome, CJ. Thank you for having me. It's so good to thank see you again. I can't believe it's been Thank a you year. for being here.
1: <laughs> thank you.
0: It's been a year. I know. And it's what, been a year. What's funny is, I think after we talked to you the, the last time, like, as soon as Lighthouse Witches came up for pre sale, I ordered it. Not even oh, thinking, like, you. oh, CJ will come back on the show and I'll probably get an, an ARC copy of it. But I'm like, oh, I ordered it. Yay. I love it. Um, and then your That's publicist good. reached out and I'm like, oh, yeah.
2: I couldn't <laughs> kind of just been like, <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: Wait I a second. This? I um, didn't but, <laughs>
2: get the art copy. I listened to it. Where, where's.
0: <laughs> I know. I That's didn't okay. Get, you I, know, I prefer... I know. I didn't get an ARC copy either.
2: Oh, Okay, I was gonna say I'm like, and besides, most people know I prefer listening to it. And I was I was telling CJ that I actually listened to it the day after I got my booster shot. And I was pretty much incapacitated and in just listening to it all day. And I apologized in advance if I hallucinated parts of the book. So if I ask questions about things that did not happen in the book, it's because that's when my mind decided to just make things up. So Cool. I may have had a different experience. Well, I, listened, I, <laughs> I
0: loved it. <laughs> I I read it and loved it. Um and I read a g- giant chunk of it during a snowstorm. So I was just like so cozy like in my bed with the fire reading this fantastic book. Um so thank you CJ for getting Allison and I through um yes. maybe like a being cold and hot at the same time. <laughs> and for <different> <laughs> you're, you're, chill, you're welcome. Like yeah. <laughs>
1: It was that sounds so, like the perfect sort of reading
0: conditions for the for the book. So It really was good. when I was like I, thinking about the cold water and mm-hmm. the mist and everything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes, it's the perfect book for this. Well, for so those of us did. who don't have
2: lighthouses to go read in, I mean, if yeah. I could, that would be honestly perfect reading condition would be a lighthouse yeah. where crazy stuff happens with maybe a, a crevice in the bottom that you could just curl up and read in.
0: Yeah. But not a lighthouse with bats because the oh. lighthouse in lighthouse witches it has bats. Yeah, among yeah. other things. I like um, bats. <laughs> I like bats too, but not like pooping on you in my space. <laughs> yeah. Like, not like the you. poop. Uh so CJ tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit about you for those of you for those listeners who don't remember CJ from being here a year ago when she was here sure. with the nesting um tell us a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about the lighthouse witches. Yep.
1: Yeah, so um I'll I've got a copy of the book uh, as a as a visual aid. Um I'm CJ Cook. I'm the author of The Lighthouse Witches and uh I guess this is my sixth novel in total. Um, but I also write poetry, and um, I was a film academic once upon a time. I am originally from <laughs> Belfast in Northern Ireland, and I'm I'm based now in Glasgow in Scotland, where I teach at the University of Glasgow. Um, and I, I guess my work has 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 always had a, a slightly gothic bent to it, but I've I've leaned into that a little bit more in recent years. Um, I think in the past I was I was a bit worried that what I write is too weird. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not too worried because my editor encouraged it. So um, so that's good. Um, and yeah, I, I started writing this um, a couple of years ago. I ha- I've been working at the University of Glasgow for about seven years now. And um, I have always been fascinated by, um, by women's history and high lighthouses. I lived beside a lighthouse. And I guess all of these kind of ideas about... Um, about the past and then how it impacts the present and uh the story of witches in scotland and um and the the fictional setting of of the island um because scotland has 900 islands and i'm, but I'm this really isn't fascinated. one of them no this oh, is fictional yeah <laughs> I can't fictional. okay <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna set it originally in the isle of butte um which is not far from me it's um but 30 minutes drive and then a ferry and I felt when, when I was researching I felt it should be in the other coast I don't know why I just I felt maybe the people of Butte might take issue with me um <laughs> so you've earned island. a lot of women hmm <laughs> <We> might <laughs> yeah, not like it was, that. that that's fine There was actually historically there, there were witch trials in Butte but and and Amy Hyman who I've um you know she was a real person and I I had named a character after her in the book um but yeah that that she was from the isle of bute but i yeah i just thought i'll I'll make it fictional and just not offend anybody
0: yeah don't offend people yeah i will
2: no i will say i i think jen go ahead i think
0: my own heard me talking about the lighthouse which
2: I think Jen's microphone's possessed. I think we're going to need to do a full exorcism and possibly burn her getting- mic. Oh, Jen, I'm going to no, be quiet I for a second. Are
0: you- okay. All right. How- try now, Jen. I know uh, something was going on with my internet. I'm sorry about oh, that. No, so you're good. I'm back now. Uh, for those of you who obviously weren't here bef- during the pre-show, I'm having an ice storm where I live. So, um, I should be fine now. Uh, my, I don't know how much of what I said you heard I think my iPhone and my tablet can hear me obviously because I was talking about your book to my husband and then literally an hour later I got like my news feed was inundated with all of these history things from NPR about the Scotland (laughs) witch trials and I was just like oh my gosh that's weird that this is happening right now that or yeah there is weird timing technology actually Either I felt or. a
1: bit i felt a bit weird um saying to my editor when they when they were asking me what I was working on I was actually a bit nervous to tell them that it was uh there was witches in this book right. um
2: witches are trendy they, right now
1: if you didn't know they they are but this this was you know right it's it's weird the timing because when I was writing there wasn't there wasn't what there is now, Got we, it. we didn't have as, as you know, it, it seemed to, I don't know. It just seemed that um, which is still belong to a, a genre that didn't, I was worried that she might think my book is, is something completely different, you know, cause you yeah. always have this worry. You have a, a, a book, that does well and then you, you have, you can't go off piste. Right, um, yes. So I, I did worry about that. I thought they're going to look at me and say, witches what on earth um but it's so weird because even you know the research i was doing and and then a a person you know someone i know another writer from scotland um was involved or is involved in the witches of scotland podcast and they kind of started at the same time that i was writing or or just towards the end of my writing period and i just happened to see that she had done a few podcasts they're now on, I think, 45 podcasts that they've done and they wow. spoke to all these people, all these uh, experts and researchers. But it was so weird because just all of a sudden all these books started coming out about witches.
2: I
0: and like, we have... I was going to say, a lot of it, I think, might be... I mean, so much of, like, what we think mm-hmm. of as the witch trials and witchcraft persecution was really just the persecution of strong women mm-hmm. with independent thoughts and, you know... And, and ideas of their own. And yeah. I think the past few years with the Me Too movement, yeah. and I know in our country with having the president that we did have, um, it made women, like, oh, we were angry. And then we yeah. realized that we were historically angry. We had, like, generational anger.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say... a lot of I, echoes. It's It's one of those things where I feel like it's become... the the witches that we're reading about now are those kind of witches and less focus. not that there isn't still elements of magic because there are elements of magic in your book as well, but it is that focus on well why are these people being persecuted and what drove them to be the ones targeted and was it actually magic or was there something else there and that was the same in yours and I was gonna say I don't know the timing of all these books that came out but I know once in future witches a discovery of witches these witches are in now so you may have been like oh I'm nervous and now they're like yeah a book that's going (laughs) to capitalize on that yeah, yeah, nice.
1: I, I'm pleased with the timing. Actually, it, it worked. It, it really surprised. It, it did work because I really, I honestly wrestled with that witch element for a, for a good while because, I, and it sort of, I think that nervousness made me end up having to do a lot of rewrites because mm-hmm. I I held back a lot and and then you know I had to sort of gradually coax myself to to just. Just go there and, and be brave. But I did I did worry because I thought they might think it's just a completely different book from the last book. We're now going into witch territory, which that seemed you know really crazy. Um. But you but you're right. You know, actually, although this book deals with with magic, and I was very and am very interested in that sort of um, in the history of magic. I mean, we've just had the winter solstice, we've had Yule, and I'm I'm really interested in in, in all that sort of pagan history. Um and the kind of society that you know that believed in witches and and some of the conf- the confessions are so you know h- how could anyone believe what what these confessions <laughs> stated you know it's it's bizarre but you you're right it, the women who and men who were killed were just people they weren't they weren't witches
0: well, yeah, they were not so. like <clears throat> what we think of as you know magic witches they're not sorcerers no. they're not you no. know they might have been practicing earth magic or earth right. science and like well, you know everyone midwives was. everyone crazy. was the midwives. and there was healers
1: yeah. and actually the healers were very valuable to society mm-hmm. so something that that um, i find is that they didn't tend to actually they didn't it wasn't so much the healers that they went for it was it tended just to be poor people poor women um and catholics in particular so there was a real kind of ideological control system at work um some people were accused but were rich enough to buy their way out of execution so there was there was class issues it was it's it's a very interesting period to study but there there is a lot of echoes I think with with the current you know yeah because when you just said oh people
0: like. were rich enough to buy their way out of trouble that's that's not too it different sounds than, that does sound familiar tale as
2: old as time you yeah. know it's it's <laughs> well, it's and and even yeah. just to clarify, because it, your book is set in multiple time periods, but the main story yeah. is fairly modern, and it's interesting because yeah. one of the characters who isn't necessarily a main character, I'd say she's a secondary or even tertiary character, she's like, oh, I'm a witch, but it's not the same kind of witches, and she's she's embracing it in a very different term than what would have gotten yeah. her persecuted years ago. So you kind of cover the whole spectrum there. Yeah.
1: Well, I I, I was... I think I was—I mean, not to give away the, the storyline—but I, I, I'm always interested in writing about grief and about that sort of family bonds and that, that the power of, of of loss. And I think that was what I was interested in in terms of Amy's narrative in 1662, um, where she loses her mother and her sister, yeah. um, and and what that kind of stirs up. Uh, and i think i think there there's a few stories if you you know not that there are great records kept about the witch trials um nobody was really interested in documenting these people they were scapegoats right so there's not a lot of interest in capturing their life and their experience but um there are some examples that i know of from history where historically the women did kind of cry out um at their uh execution that they would sort of seek vengeance and you can understand why because it was so terrible and how it affected communities and families and you know when you actually think about the fact that they were Christian and they really believed that you know in in the afterlife you would go to heaven and um they were denied that so their family couldn't they didn't have a grave to mourn at they couldn't sort of you know mourn them but they also thought they've gone to
0: hell but we, right? we they didn't see have them. that that peace inside of them that said well at least they're in they've heaven. gone to a better place they've gone exactly. to a better place no yeah, they're being of like, the tortured yeah, yeah
2: so the hope was, of eternities was, denied them exactly so it was it was it was
1: massive and when you put it in that context and also when you hear about sort of uh cases of people who you know they would maybe go to the poor, the council, and seek su- support from the poor fund, but you've documentation where they would be rejected because they were related to a witch, and so it it affected their whole family for for generations, even their grandchildren. These yeah. false accusations tarnished their name, tarnished them eternally, and you know also made it difficult for their family.
0: So Yeah, it's, 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 again, it's, it's that, like, generational trauma and generational mm-hmm. grief. <laughs> that, exactly. And especially in these very small villages where, yeah. you know, the, let's say they burn 11 women at one time. And it's such yeah. a small village. That's just, it is just this monumental grief on a community. Mm-hmm. And I That's feel good. like you did a really good job, like, kind of even hundreds of years later. There's the echo of that. There's, yeah. you know the the women who kind of bond together and you know for good or for bad i'm not going to (laughs) say yeah (laughs) for good or for bad
2: (laughs) and but even though just that small community feel that there's a point later on and it's not a spoiler where it still is very probably very obvious that hey this is a small tight-knit community and any outsider is instantly noticed and you can't you can't be anonymous in a place like that so anybody who's just trying to mind their own business that's not even really an option in a place like this,
0: which is fictional.
2: It's not a real place. Yeah, <laughs> only fictional yet.
0: island. We're not saying anything about Butte.
2: You know? <laughs> I would love it, a map island. of all the fictional islands I've learned of this year because I'm sure <laughs> none of them are real. I would like to go visit all of them. I just, I recently finished watching Midnight Mass. So I'm like, is this a real island? Probably not. I don't even know what coast we're off of, but still. <laughs> it was not a fictional
0: island off the coast of Maine. for Midnight Mass. Of course, I know, because I was like, but it was filmed in Nova Scotia. I did my research because as I was watching Midnight Mass, I thought that would be the perfect island to film Beautiful Frightening and Silent. It would, it (laughs) would.
2: Like, is it a real place? Probably not. It probably could also double for the island in the lighthouse, which is, although you have to build lighthouses. I'm, I'm just also worried, so my kids are home, and if I say lighthouse too loud, Rafferty will come just Barging in because my child, my six-year-old, is obsessed with lighthouses. So it's good that I didn't have a physical copy because he would see that and he probably would have stolen my book by now and be like, "Lighthouses." <laughs> he put a wash basket, around one, on his head and said, "I'm a lighthouse." I oh, love that. Yeah, That's he's like, he's really
0: obsessed with the lighthouses. So I should. Well, I I also am obsessed with lighthouses, and very differently than him though. Differently than him. <laughs> you um, don't wear wash basket like you're not. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know what I do in my spare time. As to how you get the curls, wash yeah. basket on the head. Wash on the head. Um, but CJ, you also wrote about something that I've always been fascinated with. Is like the idea of like a changeling or a wildling. When I was little, my grandmother, who's Scottish or was Scottish, anytime I would act weird, you know, she'd be like, "You're a changeling. I know you're a changeling because you are you didn't. a changeling." I know, because she was like, uh, you didn't have curly hair when you were born, and you <laughs> have curly hair now. You're definitely not the same. <laughs> and I was like, so as like a kid, I was just like, am, am I a changeling? You are. Could that have happened? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, so, I'm, I'm glad you like that element. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm. when I was researching um, fairy tales and, and folklore, you know, that's, I guess it's a genre in itself, the, the story of, of changelings and the idea that, you know, it looks like a your child, but it's not really, it's it's a fairy child and it's it's going to, you know, kill everybody. Wipe out your you whole know. line? Yes, yeah, no. it's, it's a big, <clears throat> it's a,
2: it's that a part is, is CJ, is that part of the traditional mythology of changelings? Because I, I'm aware of changelings and I've also heard of other, other ideas of what changelings really were and like whether they symbolize kids who are neurodivergent because it's one of those things where I know a lot of people say, Oh, this is mm. this is when they start presenting differently and because they don't right. act the same as they're expected. They're a changeling. Mm. But I'd never heard about them being Violent or ex- the expectation of violence. Yeah, I hadn't no, heard that either. No, it, was, I it wasn't. It
1: wasn't. They it wasn't. Yes. They would like be violent and kill everybody. It was. It was like a sort of scourge would would creep
2: into the the family. And, right. Well, because that's yes, people were dying not necessarily by their hand, but just yeah, because they because they're allowed exactly. To yeah. Um. I
1: mean, I, I did. I, I. don't know. The the story kind kind of changes and um. You know, there's a lot about shape-shifting throughout folklore. And, and I think it all stems down to this fear of the unknown and uh, trying to provide a reason for the inexplicable. Um, uh, You know, I think that the whole of that society, uh, magic, everything, placing or making confessions uh, or, or accusations against members of society and, you know, saying, oh... I fell ill after I spoke to this person therefore they must have cursed me because they're a witch you know it's, it's it's interesting how narrative and storytelling is all used um in in some very very terrible ways but it's the same thing with with changelings it's interesting that you mentioned that there might be a link with sort of neurodivergent children and, and this was one of the things I mean uh, my story I, I tried to depart from that because I wanted to I suppose I was interested in thinking well why would they, you know, why would why would they say this? Um to what end would they say that a child was a, a changeling? So that the the wildling narrative in my book whereby um you know there's this idea of a doppelganger and this child might come in and destroy the whole uh community. I, I wanted there to be a sort of consequence. A very solid consequence and are, and the stakes are quite high and that's why right. they had to act a certain way
0: yes yeah a certain way yeah that's a, that's a nice <laughs> way to put it. yeah I know <laughs> there, it's, I want to talk so much about um your wildlings but I can't say anything I other than I loved the take you you went with because it no wasn't third. it wasn't something I'd read before me neither so I was just that's like, good? Oh, this is so much more interesting. Cause it's not what I, it's not where I thought it was going. Um, hey, well that's, that's a good thing. Yes. Um. So yeah. you mentioned earlier, you had a lot of rewrites on this book. Yeah. Did you ever in the midst of those rewrites think I can't do it? Oh yeah. The Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All the time. Look, I, I hated this. I hated this book. I hated no. it forever.
1: I did. Oh I absolutely God. No, that weirdly it.
0: gives me like solace in my heart <laughs> to like, hear when people are like, no, I hated it. Do, do you like, oh, love yeah. it again now?
1: I do now. Okay. Now that it's come together and now that it's had, I've, I've also seen, because you don't know how something's going to be taken. And, and actually you can really love writing something and really, you know, enjoy it and have an opinion of it, but it might not just be the book of the moment or, you know, it you just don't know how people will res- respond to something. So I was holding my breath, um, you know, and I, so yes, now I feel, now that it's together, but it's, you spend so much time, you'll, you'll know this, you spend so much time as a writer with uh, scraps of ideas and <laughs> testing things out, and it feels extraordinarily messy. It doesn't feel, I mean, to, to, to have this nice, clean, finished book at the end,
0: you know, it's it's a miracle right? every time it, it happens. Is, it, like, is. it is. It is. What? It's witchcraft. That's it witchcraft. <laughs> it
1: is, but it's 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 so messy and
0: oh, you, you especially when you know. have like a, an entire book's worth of words and you're like, it's kind of a draft, and then you read it <laughs> yeah. and you're like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. does this even count as a draft? I don't know.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> CJ, I want to ask how many how many pop tarts did you go through? while drafting uh, I, was, I, I I took oh. these from my my daughter's room I don't know why she has a whole box in there and she's like why are you getting pop-tarts I'm like it's a prop also my breakfast and I don't know do you actually eat pop-tarts or you just make your characters eat them no, it was just
1: it was just my characters. It was a it was a thing once upon a time. They're they're not they're not my my favorite thing at all. It was just po- I think it was Clover enjoying Pop tarts
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. so. It's weirdly making me hungry. I haven't had a Pop Tart I think in like twenty five years.
2: If we were in the same room, oh. I'd hand you the other one. But <laughs> brown sugar, it's it's quite nice or quite fine cold. <laughs> um, but I, I did I did laugh because we have seen Pop tarts show up in pop culture like three different times recently. And I was just wondering, did they get, did they give you promo money to include the Pop Tarts? Uh
1: no, not, the, you
2: I should, should have, ask, and, or maybe I they could send asked. you a free promo box. You yeah, should, yeah, at
0: least a promo box. Just tell them you might curse them or have one of your characters <laughs> curse them if you don't get some some Pop Tart swag. <laughs> Pop Tarts, that's not a thing. I curse you. <laughs> <laughs> the Pop Tart cursed.
1: <laughs> I think I was. I was also. Th- I was trying to think back to the late '90s and and you know, having nostalgia for that moment and um,
0: you Pop know trying Tarts,
1: to think about.
2: it. They've never gone away. They just keep coming with new weirder flavors that you're going. Through. That's <laughs> that's witchcraft. That's unholy, and that should be. that's it's yeah, just pure sugar. <laughs> but okay, so so the drafts then that you were going through. Um, sugar and lots of carbs did did your yes. editor help you take these scraps and then form them into something that resembled a book or was that oh well, I didn't
1: I, I didn't um I didn't kind of tell them you know the sort of I mean I I they did they did have a look at um a, a sort of complete draft and, and then I got feedback and then so I tried to you know make sure that I I do a lot of it myself and not so I need you, to think you hid
0: the mess from them for as long as you can. <laughs> oh, so yeah. when they ask questions like, You'll figure it out? did you go it's all yeah. good. Yeah. yeah it's Is great. It?
1: It's well great. I, I just think sometimes it just takes it just takes you to work through it in your head. Um and then yeah I I, I think it's it's wrong to invite someone to be part of the the true mess. Because <laughs> They can't, they can't, I mean, obviously, an an editor is really important, but I think a lot of it, you have to sort of put together yourself before you invite anyone to, to give feedback, because otherwise they're sort of feeding back on just bits of stuff. um, And it's not, it's not really that useful. So, yeah. (laughs) But even, even after showing them that, that first draft, I think I went away and and still dismantled it. I mean... My, tra- I, I actually stopped tracking changes at one point because I thought there's no. I'm just I'm changing everything. It's just
0: all red. now <laughs> oh, no. so
1: it's red I as just my lipstick.
0: <laughs> yeah, looks like this. <laughs> so, how long did it take the, your entire process of actually writing this? Um,
1: I think it took about
0: eighteen months. Maybe maybe a bit You made you made it sound like small. 18 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I know. I was waiting for you to be like, I, th- I started this in nineteen ninety eight over a box of Pop Tarts. Yeah, it wasn't, I wasn't finished it last year.
2: Yeah. Like the and time settings know. were all real in terms of when they yeah. were written. They were all contemporary <laughs> All of them. <laughs> no, it it felt it
1: just felt like it just felt like forever. I think I think, yeah, there was just a few points where It just—it felt like I was—I mean, I was really still making quite a bit of changes right up to the 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 day that I had to submit my final draft, and you know, I kind of just ran out of time, and I just submitted what I what I'd managed to do. But I just—I just felt, yeah, in a way, I sort of felt like I'd failed the book because I still had sort of ideas for things, and I think I I always like swear I'm going to write less complicated books every time I'm like
0: how's that going no, I can't it's not working it's not it's not so complicated that people won't understand it but there no. is a variety of timelines mm-hmm, and a variety yes. of characters no yes, but you weave it indeed. together it, it was so beautiful well.
2: that, oh, that it's so, like you but but if you say oh, it was this, if, if I was was told that I could spoil the whole book and was trying to explain it to somebody else, I'm sure I would start telling the book me be like, wait, 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 but you also have to know this. Oh, but did I tell you that also this? And okay, hold on. Now there are these people <laughs> and they would just look at me like. What?
0: Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where like, I was. At. I was like, there's I'm witches like, and there's missing write people, and it might be a simple. kidnapping, or <laughs> but it's also a, a historical fiction. And why fiction.
2: was she alone in the woods in the first place? Who does that with the child? <laughs> I
1: know, right? I, I, I just I just thought next time I'm writing a simple book, no
0: complicated stuff. At no, you all. Won't. Oh, I bet I, I know. I kind of want to know what you're working on right now because you're probably going to be like, wow. Well, well yeah, no Imagine.
1: I, I I'm I'm just finishing the edits on next year's book. Um but yeah, it's it this one has been quite a bit complicated too. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. not as complicated. I think it, it hasn't been as complicated, but um it, it, it by no means has been the, the nice simple story that I thought I but would But do you even writing. have
2: simple stories in you?
1: No No, no I didn't I don't think I do. That's a good thing. <laughs> you know, um, I'm just leaning in, just yeah. leaning in to the, the, you. embrace, the it. Like embrace it. it. Yeah.
0: Indeed. Yeah, Cause we, <laughs> we need authors like you that when you look at your book, when I see something called the lighthouse witches and I read it and I'm like, Oh, it has everything in it. Like, again, it's not, it's not fantasy. It's not horror. It's not straight fiction it's not not straight fiction. It's like, I was just like, it has, <laughs> again, I'm always like, where
2: does this go in the bookshelf? Um, like, Gothic time slip. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. even think I'm that's not... a thing, but it is. No. But Gothic, it, Gothic UK, Northern UK? I don't know. Because where it's I think set, it'd probably be, be easier
1: if I, I if I was a little bit less uh, of, a, of a mix of, of genres.
0: but But those are the books that I think, I know Allison and I did last year last week when uh, you were unfortunately ill we did our year end show last Woo-hoo! week where we talked about the books that we loved the most over the past year and they were all books that mm-hmm. were like I don't know what genre they are they're ones that were a mix of <laughs> everything that were like oh, yeah, that's what makes it yeah. exciting.
2: And I would have, I would have put your book in there too, and I didn't want to spoil it by saying, let's talk about CJ's book before we talk about CJ because that would. <laughs> I worked. know because I was Aww. like, and we're
0: both reading the Longhouse, which is yes. no,
2: oh.
0: I've already finished <laughs> because I was half
2: <laughs> asleep.
0: Um,
2: I was awake. I was just delirious. I think if
0: if I'm
1: honest, I think I think that's actually my preferred type of book. Like, uh, I suppose that's why I keep sort of leaning towards <laughs> that weird mix of, of genres that well, is our position them, because
2: we call them the end cap display too because they don't fit near neatly in one place or another and it, and it is yeah. interesting because i've talked to authors and i'm sure jen has too and some of them we've talked, probably talked to together that depending even in what country they're in they're not in the same shelf so for example oh. Um, I was going to ask you the book that you're holding up the, the one show us your cover again. This is not the only cover I've seen for that is which, no. which release is that? Is that us? Is that UK? Where is that? US. US. Okay. So I think the other one that I've seen that I actually think is a really cool cover too. Do you hear that one too? Uh, not a town. Uh, okay. Oh, um, CJ. <laughs> it's, it's, I have on my prop comedy. I'm lighting up today. I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, but, They have, they have, you have a different cover. I'm assuming yours is still, it's classified the same, but um, I I interviewed Shelly Parker Chan, who wrote She Who Became the Sun. And her book is fantasy here in the US but in the UK I have people who are telling me it's found on the historical shelves and there they have like included in there there's actually some some historical notes in there and it's just taken in a different way exact same book though as far as content yeah. so it's like you know it, a book can be shelved in different places depending on the audience and yeah. maybe what they think the audience what's more popular what's more likely to get it to sell even the cover design like why would they do different covers do they think people here have a different aesthetic preference
0: i know i like think it, that it, people it in really the weird. united states need it to be more like flashy yeah
2: and, i don't like, know. just in I your face like, like
0: look it's a lighthouse
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i get it like the graphic i made for the show where it's like there is a lighthouse do you need the word lighthouse written below it this is lighthouse. <laughs> a little arrow like
0: people here don't know anymore yeah, for, for some people who, who go a child. what is a lighthouse <laughs>
2: Well, and it is interesting
0: how the covers differ.
2: And I was even going to ask if the the title, I love the title because it's punchy, but there are so many different titles that could work for this book. Because, Mm. I mean, is is this book, are these the Lighthouse Witches? Well, they're involved, but is it really their story?
1: Yeah, I know.
2: It wasn't, it was originally (laughs) going to be called The
1: Wild Thing, and that's what it was called for. Forever. I would have bought that too. Um, um, I would have bought it too. Yeah,
0: I'm like, <laughs>
2: yeah. I would have
0: purchased that as well. I, I guess it would have been another no nope, automatic.
2: But,
1: but if, if they wanted to be kind of yeah, they, they want. But it if it
2: witches to are in the zeitgeist account. right now, it's like yeah. you wrote it and you weren't sure about witches, and then by the time it's released, witches are everywhere, and it's like if you put the word witches in it, it's more likely yeah. to grab somebody's attention because they're thinking of the other books that are trending right now and wildlings. Exactly. They're like what's what's a wildling and they're gonna go yeah. to game of, thrones, game of thrones and that's a different kind of wildling and that's what this would be like actual bear fur and they're running around and you're like that's that's not what i'm going yeah. for either yeah. so no. it's all <laughs> exactly. about connotations and sometimes they're not they're not helpful yeah
0: exactly all of that so yeah it's nice
2: i
1: i like this title i
0: think it's it a good works. title and i think it will also it'll like open you up to people who haven't heard of your work before. Like people who are like, I read anything, which is those people. (laughs) There's probably a lot of them.
1: (laughs) There are a lot. them. (laughs) (laughs) hoping. That's, that's the idea. Uh, Gain more readerships, but
2: um, yeah. And then go back and find your backlist and work through it.
1: Yeah. Precisely that. Precisely. Fingers crossed. Read my backlist.
0: Please. Read her (laughs) backlist. Read her backlist. We can verify that. Like that's. Go read all of it. Go read all of it. CJ, thank you so much for being with us tonight where you are. Oh, Today where I am. Very welcome. This morning, morning where, where I, I am. am. I know. Oh, look at all the different times. <laughs> it's the perfect like representation of the lighthouse witches because we are um three people from different times. <laughs> oh sharing the same story. Um, <laughs> three wild women likely to get in trouble I was going to say witches But then I was well, like well, we can all be <laughs> Definitely wild mm-hmm. So thank you CJ for being here Thank you for thank being you. our last show Of 2021 <gasps>
1: Ooh, <yay>. Oh wow
0: <laughs> Yes Here's hoping
2: 2022 is, is a much better it's year better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Point out, Everybody's like have you noticed That 2022 you say it is 2020 Two. Two,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, no! I know, yeah. Well, no, it's okay. We're like thinking positively.
2: Like, like it's a do-over of 2020, that, but but correct this time.
0: Yeah, we're doing yeah, do it, do it, it right. The universe. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to everybody at the authors on the air Global Radio Network, including Pam Stack, our executive producer, Roman Serratin, our producer. This has been a copywritten podcast and stay tuned uh, for after the new year when we will be bringing you all sorts of new guests and new books and watch for an announcement soon on the Vox Vomitas homepage.